Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. A hundred years ago, the Kafir colonialists achieved the greatest victory over the Muslims when they demolished the Khilafah, which was not possible had it not been for the betrayal of a rogue group of Arab and Turk traitors. With the destruction of the Khilafah, Muslim countries were colonized, and over the course of a hundred years, the Muslim people were subjected to fierce wars, genocide, and ethnic cleansing wars the destruction of cities and villages, the displacement of their people, the plunder of their wealth, brutal wars without values or morals. They were also subjected to the fiercest intellectual wars to separate it from its deen and to prevent its revival and the return of the Khilafah. By the destruction, by its destruction, Allah's law was, dis- was destructed. The land was torn apart into frail entities and, po- and a poison dagger that the heart of the Ummah prevented its unity and revival. Their countries became ahead and a dirty tool of the Kafir colonialists in their war on Islam and its people. In the absence of the Khilafah, the Ummah lost the Imam, the shield, with whom it it is protected and behind which it fights. This encouraged the attacks of nations and the lowest of people against it. And so the Muslims drank the cup of humiliation and dishonor and were violated in everything. Had it not been for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a strong deep belief in the Muslims, the Islamic Ummah would have been destroyed and became history. O Muslims, the return of the Khilafah is a creedal issue by which Islam is victorious and the deen of Allah prevails over all other religions. With the Khilafah, Allah alone will unite the people. His law subhanahu wa ta'ala governs and Islam will be carried as a message of guidance and mercy to the world. With the Khilafah, the blood, honor and wealth are preserved. The sanctities are purified from the filth of the kuffar and people will live, Muslims and non-Muslims, under it a safe and secure life. O Muslims, the wise Sharia has stipulated a rule that does not fail, namely, if people believe in Allah and rule by His law, then they will enjoy security and goodness and blessed livelihood will flow will overflow on them. But if they depart from the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the rule and rule by their desires, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will inflict them with torment and will make them taste shame and miserable living. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says 
يرسل السماء عليكم مدرارا ويمددكم بأموال وبنين ويجعل لكم جنات ويجعل لكم أنهارا وقال سبحانه وتعالى ولو أنهم أقاموا التوراة والإنجيل وما أنزل إليهم من ربهم لأكلوا من فوقهم ومن تحت أرجلهم وقال الحبيب صلى الله عليه وسلم وأخذتم أذناب البقر ورضيتم بالزرع وتركتم الجهاد صلّى الله عليكم ذلا لا ينزعه عنكم حتى ترجعوا أيها المسلمون return of the Khilafah that makes people worship Allah the creator of the universe man and life is a creed issue at the core of the Islamic belief for it alone embodies the rule of Allah removes the rule of humankind and gives the rules of Sharia the status of adherence so they become binding laws which make sovereignty to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah in light of this, the legal truth is established that the establishment of Khilafah by pledging allegiance to a Khalif of the Muslims who rules by the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and raises the banner of jihad is one of the greatest obligations but rather the crown of obligations. To give more evidence and explanations, we review some of the Sharia evidence very briefly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the legislator does not require obedience to someone who does not exist. So Muslims must find the Khalif who must be obeyed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says, And ruling by the Sharia dictates the necessity of the existence of a Khalif. The Prophet said, This necessitates the presence of the Pledge of Allegiance on the neck of every Muslim. Otherwise, their death would be like the death of the days of Jahiliyyah. And therefore, there must be a Khalif whose presence necessitates the obligatory pledge of allegiance on the next. The Prophet said, and this is an explanation from the Messenger of Allah وسلم, that after him there will be only caliphs who must be given a bay'ah and it must be fulfilled. The Prophet said, to make a khalif the commander for the Muslims who takes care of them all and rules over them by the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is more important and greater and a greater duty than appointing the commander in a journey. 
This hadith indicates a few things. First, the obligation of the Ummah's unity for the sake of which the legislator permitted the killing of a Khalif whose blood is protected in order to preserve its unity. Second, the Khalif is the only one who is given bay'ah to rule by the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of his Messenger. Third, the order of the legislator to, to kill the Khalif who is given the bay'ah and consequently to kill whoever supports him among those who pledge allegiance to him demonstrates the obligation of the existence of a Khalif and the unity of the Khilafah. As for the evidence from Ijma', it is the command of Umar ibn al-Khattab May Allah be pleased with him to give the six people of the Shura three nights to give bay'ah to a Khalif and to kill the and to kill the objectors after three nights. And this was heard by the companions and the acknowledgement of the prohibition of staying over three nights without a khalif. Moreover, the legal principle, whatever leads to an obligation is itself an obligation, makes it an obligatory duty to find a khalif whom the Sharia rule cannot be implemented without. We conclude by the saying of the Khalif of the Muslims, Al-Faruq Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him. There is no Islam except with a, with a group, and no group except with leadership, and no leadership except with obedience. Whoever is given leadership by his people based on jurisprudence, it is life for him and for them. And whoever is given leadership by his people on a non-jurisprudence basis, it will be a destruction for himself and for them. All Muslims, the colonial kafir and its agents have implanted in the minds of the Muslims that Muslims are weak and that their material strength are incapable of establishing a khilafah and confronting its enemies. And that their torn countries with rampant corruption of the rules and people makes them ineligible to establish the Khilafah. This is the deception against Muslims to spread weakness and despair in them. These fears have made the Muslims forget the promises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Messenger of Allah. These fears have made the and that material power will not achieve victory if the Lord and Creator of matter abandons us. Achieve, achieving Allah's pleasure is the first and foremost. Then follows the preparation according to our ability. And you, O Muslims, are worthy of that, as long as you hold fast to the rope of Allah and His pleasure. You are the most honorable of nations. 
You are the Ummatun Wasata, just nation, the best nation brought to humankind. So trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and support the deen and establish it as a khilafah on the method of the prophethood. Allah will support you and make your... Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.